freshly charged battery. It's too small for my old lady eyes. Because the window light's coming in. Yeah. You can barely see oh, his face. It's just. It. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our creative commune with Pete, Laura, Liam, and B. We'll be chatting all things photography, videography, and just having a general catch-up over a coffee, like we do most mornings. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Hey. We good? We good. Are we on? We're, We're on. on. We're, We're going. On. Are we rolling? <laughs> are we doing it? <laughs> What's been up to? You had a... No, was it this week you had a wedding in yes. Scotland? had a wedding How in Scotland did, on did. Friday. That was really nice. It was yeah. in the Cairngorms, wasn't it? Yeah. That wasn't was John Hope like... there? Did a dream there? Yeah, John Hope was yeah. the um, photographer. Yeah. And also the DJ. Oh. Wow. Um, okay. And also a friend of the family. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, he was he was kind of in charge, really, the whole yeah. day. You yeah. used the new camera for the first time for filming. I did. Yeah, the um, R6 Mark II. How was that? Different. Yeah. It looks Everything different, different as well. It's like a different colour. Yeah. So the white balance was different. Yeah, it's more blue, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, normally like set the same manual Kelvin on each camera. So they'll look the same, hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, you could tell it was much cooler on the uh, mm. on the R6. So I was bumping oh, it up a little bit. We'll see so. how it edits. But yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed not having to double check it every five seconds. Yeah, because you can it just leave it. Doesn't have yeah. a record limit. And that's why it's good for you, isn't it? Because I thought, yeah. oh, the R6 is coming out, but I've looked at it. I thought, what, the, the R6 does everything that I need, doesn't it, for for shooting? Yeah. yeah. How can you better it in terms of like shooting? Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I don't think you, you can really. You didn't have a wedding this weekend, did you? No, I've got a wedding tomorrow. We had two uh, shoots we had on two, Monday. Two shoots in London. Yeah. On one day, which was uh, was good fun. Yeah. 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 Totally different. So the first one was like Westminster Bridge, so quite sort of traditional. And then the second one was um, a Singaporean couple, and bizarrely they wanted to go like completely left field and just wanted like quirky stuff in the Barbican Centre, which doesn't happen from like usually from these couples. They come over and they want the sort of iconic places. Yeah, the landmarks. Yeah. You got thrown out of Borough Market, didn't you? Oh uh, yeah, I got oh, thrown no. out of Borough Market as well. So I've done a few shoots there in the past and. Um, I think they've probably seen some of the pictures I've done there. But yeah, we want to do the same. So I went to Borough Market. and uh, But yeah, this time just got like, you know, ushered off the site for some Why? reason. Why? You're not allowed to shoot there. I didn't Apparently know not. that that was a rule, but... Yeah, well, the guy came over. He's like, yeah, because you got a professional camera. You know, if you were taking a picture of them with the iPhone, like, it'd be okay. But because you're a professional... What? Why? You need a permit. It's like, how are you, who's going to... It's a bloody market. Oh, that's like, so there's, annoying. Next to me, they were selling, like, you know, carrots and onions and stuff. And then there's a guy there that was, like, selling fish. And they, why can't you take a few pictures in there? You know, mm. it's, it's, yeah. it's bizarre. So, I'm happy because I'm on my last wedding of the year. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. That is... What a milestone that yeah. is. Yep, and then I can move on to this year. Yeah. <laughs> did you just Forget finish your that. last wedding in that. November? I did, yeah. Yeah. I just sent that today. Yay! Well, it's gone. Let's go. Up oh, to December. It's, nice, isn't it? it's good to be back at work, isn't it? <laughs> is it? I got oh, really it? nervous on my drive down to my wedding. Why? On Thursday. Because you're not filming one for ages. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not even been that long. Has it been like six weeks? I'll, I'll be nervous the next time <clears> I'm <throat> filming. Like, you can't help it, can you? There is that sense of like, uh. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, I feel the same about the wedding tomorrow. It's like, yeah, it's like, we've done it plenty of times, haven't we? I know, (laughs) yeah. And it's like, as soon as you get going, you're fine. But you do have that feeling of like, I don't know what I'm doing at all. What am I going to (laughs) forget? What I left at home? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) 
B and I did um, Pilates together today. Oh, yeah. yeah. We need to say a big thank you to James Tracy, actually, we because do, he sent a whole load of really, really useful messages in relation to your yeah. um, back issues um, and was recommending Pilates. as. He uh, was. It's something I've thought about in the past. And so thank you, James, for giving me like a little nudge in that direction because it's something I've considered. And, um, yeah. This like we, morning, we had a yeah. Game, didn't we? I made you do a 30-minute <clears throat> Peloton Pilates pass and then, and then a throw in the bed sauna for half an hour as well. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot harder than I, than I thought it was going to be on Pilates. <laughs> yeah. Because you, uh, you think, you know, you're quite fit and quite strong. But when you do something like that, when you're working muscles that you never really use, do mm. you? Yeah. You realise that you're quite quite weak. There really. was a lot of groaning. Yes. That means it's good <laughs> yeah, for Yeah, it must be good. So what were we going to talk about today? We were going to talk about, there was a bit of a chat. thing that popped up um, on Facebook, I think it was in Photography Farmers, talking about raw files and whether we should be charging clients for them to have their full set of raw files. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, it seemed like most people were just like, yeah, sure, this much. How much? Yeah. How much were people saying? It, it was all varying. Very, but it was like it was sort of, sort of around seven hundred pounds. A lot of people were, okay. were, sort of, were sort of coming up with, the, with these. So we, we were looking at the thread, and um, it got us thinking. Like, because obviously we've whenever we get asked in the past, which is very rare, isn't it? I mean, how many times have you guys been asked? Yeah, I mean, not that often. Like, like five ha- times, maybe. It's a handful, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So when it's happened with, with us in the in the past, like we've always kind of like just let them have them as long as like they provide us with like a hard drive or a USB of, like, suitable size. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it's no bigger than, is it, just to mm. provide them? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the approach that we've had. Yeah, just um, like, yeah, you can have them. Like, yeah, and good. it'd be interesting to I know, I just figure like, we'd take them on their wedding day. Yeah. Like, I know that we're curating a set of images for them and we're telling a story, but, yeah. like... Yeah, they what paid do you us. want them for? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they paid us to be there. Are like, you... we took all these photos at their wedding. Yeah. Mm. Are you giving them... Every picture that was shot, or are you yeah. giving them the cold pictures? Every single one. Yeah, just, just everything. Them, yeah, because yeah. like oh, I said, wow. I, like I think in our history, we've probably been asked. I don't know, like less than it must be like five times. Yeah, so definitely under ten. Yeah, so it's like it's hardly ever happens, and rather than like you know, don't want to create any any bad feeling, do you? No, no. But I know you guys do the same as well with the photography. You know, you've you've given the rules away. We have That's given the rules away in the, same, photographers. in the same way when someone sent a hard drive or whatever. No, we've only we've only ever sent them. I'm I sure. Think, I think there's only Tobiah got his raw What files. do you think about it? Do you think we should be charging for raw files or...? I think they are something that's worth some money. Yeah. So I think is it's, everything, I think it's though. totally fine to, to sell them. Yeah. I'd be interested to know how many people have actually had some success of getting the, this £800 from the clients. Yeah. yeah. I, can Im- I can imagine with bigger weddings as well, you know, like where there's a lot of days, there's a lot of money involved, that maybe 700 quid is pennies. Mm. But for yeah. people that are kind of more mid-range, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. I don't... I don't know whether financially sides, they'd be... Yeah, do you yeah. think... How many times do you think someone, like a client, will get in touch with a photographer and say, can I have the raw files? I just want all my pictures. You know, like, I can understand that point of view. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the photographer says, yes, sure, The to buy the raw files is £800. And then they go, oh, no, forget it then. I thought I'd already paid you mm. to shoot my wedding. It like create a bit of bad feeling. Yeah, I think if you're the client, you might feel that you've already paid for this service and now you're upselling me. Yeah, I suppose if it if if it was clear if they ask you in advance of the wedding, yeah, fair enough, Mm. charge them. But most of the time, I feel like they always ask 
after the wedding. Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe so that people don't find themselves in this conundrum. You know, maybe we should all be making it very clear in our brochures. Mm. You know that that is there as an option if they want to add it on with with the, yeah. the with the fee. Exactly. Yeah. So therefore, people if it's don't there find themselves the in this kind of yeah. That's yeah, that's a great idea. That actually. is not a bad call. Just yeah. as a an additional extra, mm. all the raw files yeah. is yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's an odd request, isn't it, to want the raws? And like we are, yeah. we always think, oh, why? What you what? What do you want these raws for? Mm. Yeah. And then we just sort of, you know, we do let them go. Because and, just... Unless they're a photographer, like you say, like I would want them. I would want them, yeah. Just so I can I re-edit would things. the raw files for our or... wedding. Yeah. I yeah. Think it's, just because, like... I mean, styles of editing and things change yeah. over, over time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like referrals from past clients is important. I was talking to you guys before about mm-hmm. this wedding that we did last year and, like, they wanted the raws. Um, he was not a photographer, but geeky, for, you know, he loved yeah. to kind of shoot mm-hmm. and stuff. So he wanted them. And I was like, yeah, sure, have them, just send us the hard drive, which he did. Yeah. And then um, had a great shoot with them, great wedding. Uh, and then he's re- he's referred us to one of his mates who's at the wedding, he's getting married in Japan. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, would I have got that? Um, yeah, had, maybe had not. I think you probably them. would, you no, know, because it's the still... same person. Same person got in touch with got us because you re- referred us. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And um, I was away in Iceland at the time. Mm. Um, but, like, he phoned up. And I'm like hung over in the back of a car with, you know, a lot of people just driving off somewhere. To, <laughs> so like to on the top form, you mean? Top form. And then like, you know, so I'm chatting away to him. It's all going well. And then he's saying like, you know, his, I think his, um, his wife now um, is, you know, she, she's like a, some kind of film editor or yeah. something yeah. like this. That's right, yeah. You know, and he'd, he'd want all the raw footage. And uh, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> No. Just no. And then, yeah, there you go. Didn't book. Yeah, didn't book. So that's the other edge of the coin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like, for those guys, it was like super important to them to have that. that yeah. Those raw, the raw yeah, that's fair enough. Files. Going yeah. back to it, like, say if you'd had in your pricing brochure to start off with how much the raw files was, were, say they'd booked you, they knew that, they'd paid it, you did a great job, they'd still refer you. They'd refer you because yeah. you're really great on the wedding day because your photo's really great. Yeah. I'm not entirely it's sure not because that the... Of that. Yeah. 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 But it, was, but it, it was all adds to the feeling of, yeah. like, coming from a place of yes. Yeah. Whereas Pete very much sure. with the same people was coming from a place of no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the thing is, like, and, and maybe, you know, they picked up on that. It's, like, very much like when I am filming a wedding, I know that, you know, 40, 50% of what I shoot is rubbish. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just... You're like, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. you just, this is the finish. We can make a finished product that is really good. Yeah. Yeah. You see the raw ingredients. A lot of the... There's a lot of things yeah. that you'll be like, oh, I really wish yeah. you hadn't yeah. missed that it, moment. They a lot see of the it bits is taking a miss. punt, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah. so it does look... Sh- yeah, there's some... It's really weird because I do think about it differently. Like, raw... Picture files, yeah. have them, mm. not bothered. Well, it's but documentary storytelling, isn't it? You're yeah. just yeah. documenting the day, whereas you guys yeah. are, but at the same time, it's not. You're picking out key bits of the day. Yeah. And, and then you're building it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're building in a story. Even of... in the ceremony and stuff, it's just like if they're looking through the whole footage, you're like, they see the moments where I've knocked my tripod. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like just things yeah. that just yeah. look shoddy. So annoying yeah. to me that I've yeah. done it at the time. I don't want you seeing that. Yeah, it's like, just kind of sound be picked up, like, you know, if you were now like back yeah. in church, bitching, yeah. bitching all of it. about the victory, yes. you know, or yeah. like, all of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. just all like, that, no. All the audio. No. If, if I'm talking to someone, <laughs> you know, or. 
And then, yeah. like, from my point Sometimes of view... Sometimes I start a mic recording because I'm about to mic someone up and then, like, I'm then talking to someone else or I'm talking to the photographer. Yeah. And it's like, all of that is then recorded and it's just like, here you go. Yeah. I don't know what I've said. I mean, I don't I don't it's say offensive cringe, things about it? couples at weddings. You'd have but... to go back and watch everything to make sure you didn't say yeah. anything offensive. You would, yeah. <laughs> and then there's, yeah. there's, like, what, four hours... Footage, to go into a 15-minute film. like, And my point of view is I don't want someone taking the raw footage and making something shit and telling anyone that we filmed it. You know, like anything with yeah. my name on it, yeah. I just can't, I can't, that's the I can't bear that's, it. That, the that's control the going. That's what a lot of we, photographers say as well. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't yeah. want like, one of our pictures to go out that's been edited badly yeah. with our name but to But people it. will do I that don't... to edited pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll put they it do. on Insta and yeah. they edit they it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. once re-edited someone's um, wedding film, didn't you? Someone got in touch, they had someone film their wedding, they re they didn't like the film, but they did have the raw footage, you know, you know and this is going to go both ways. But, yeah. like, they'd managed from this raw footage to make, like, not a good film, and then, like, but they really liked the film that Laura made of that same footage. Yeah. You know, yeah, was, they yeah. were, they, they were saying, like, it. oh, it's like a <laughs> yeah. totally different wedding. Well, like, a big part of our workshop and stuff was how the same stuff that we've shot can make something really shit, <laughs> you know, and, like, the editing it and the cutting it down is, like, a massive part. Yeah. So oh. for someone to have all of it, including the shit bits, yeah. it's yeah, just yeah. like, no. And especially someone that's just like, I just want to just knock something together. It's like, well, it's going to be bad. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's an interesting debate, it isn't is. it? I think, but I yeah. think going forward, yeah, like, to have, like, that price very clear yeah. from the get-go. I think that's a great idea, yeah. 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 Probably I'm willing to go and add it as soon as we get home. Yeah, yeah it's what a good you, idea. What you thinking? I don't know. And well, I think the price seemed to be eight eight fifty, didn't it? Yeah, that, yeah. Well, that was but, the normal price. To have wrong, that, though. yeah. The problem was like you know to, to to spring that price on the couple after the wedding. Yeah, yeah. could a be bit. a bit of like a, oh, uh, well, that's a bit. Yeah, where is it? It was in the yeah. brochure. I think mm -hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. And I think we all have to remember, like this is our own business. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. to yeah. give your raw files away. You know, yeah. and you don't have to say no if you want to give them away. That's fine too. Yeah, yeah. totes. Okay, today we are going to be having Sam Heard as our guest speaker. No, guest. What is he? Guest. 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 Yeah, he's our guest. 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 He's not a speaker. He's our guest. He needs a little introduction. He's an American wedding photographer with over one hundred thousand Instagram followers, a trailblazer in the wedding industry. He is an education titan, creative innovator, and a pioneer. A big welcome to Sam. Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, Sam. How you doing, mate? Hey, great. Uh, who all is here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds like a lot. It's a lot of people. There's a few of us, mate. Yeah, so we've got like myself, Liam. And then B. Laura. Pete. And our podcast is called Our Creative Commune. Um, so yeah, we've been going for how many episodes now are we in, guys? Like thirty? Thirty-three, I think this is. Yeah, I think you're number thirty-three, all the threes. Thirty-three. Uh, yeah. I wish I could say that was my age, but it's no longer <laughs> <laughs> a few years off of that. Uh, right. congratulations. Thirty-three is amazing. Yeah. Um, have you enjoyed the whole process? I think my the longest podcast I ever did, which is on hiatus at the moment. Uh, we we almost made it to a hundred episodes. Oh wow! He, he, wow! My it was just me and a, one of my close friends, uh, but he had a he had a kid about a year ago, and so that really yeah you know uh, newborn babies. <laughs> we're yeah. I think we're stuck at episode ninety six or something. 
Oh, you still need to do four more, surely. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We will. Yeah, man. So, so Sam, whereabouts are you? Uh, whereabouts are you based at the moment, mate? Yeah, uh, I've been living in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, for say eight, eight years now. Okay. Um, but I, I got my start and in, in sort of like right out of uh, university and starting my photography career all in uh, DC. So I lived there for about the same amount of time uh, before yeah. moving up to Baltimore. They're only thirty miles apart, very close cities. I'm with you. I'm with you. Brilliant. And do you do you like do you live in like um like the city or are you sort of rural? Um, interesting question. Uh, that is one of the big reasons I decided to move to Baltimore. Is I essentially doubled my standard of living versus uh, living in in DC. So actually, um, yes, I, I have a beautiful. Very unique for the area, uh, A-frame home in sort of just oh, the wow. suburbs, outer suburbs of Baltimore, and then um, a small uh, row house down in like the downtown city near the near the harbor. So oh, wow. uh, Baltimore is extremely affordable. It's probably the last northeastern sort of city that is still affordable. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, Amazing. very happy here. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. That sounds magical. How's it been? Because um, <clears throat> we, we we've noticed that um, you had some crazy weather, didn't you, recently? Some sort of what's it called, like? some sort of cyclone bomb or something where you had some like really crazy yeah. weather yeah how did you get affected they're, by that they're, they're coming up with some really terrifying names these, <laughs> uh, you know once in a lifetime now that i've they, they, they say that once in a lifetime cyclone bomb or whatever it's like well i've had five of those so <laughs> it's getting a, a little scary um yeah, no, I I don't know exactly when that was. Uh, I was, have actually uh, been away uh, for almost three weeks. I've only been home the past week, so I'm not exactly sure when that was. But um, honestly, uh, most of the storms and weather that, that comes through this area, the, there's a beautiful trail called the Appalachian Trail that stretches uh, from Maine all the way down to Florida. And that mountain range kind of pushes a lot of storms up yeah. uh, more toward New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't really get too affected by that. Yeah. Bad. Thankfully. <laughs> How was uh, last year for you, weddings-wise? How's this year looking? Is it looking healthy and good? Yeah, it's been an interesting time. I think I think you know every economy and market is different. So it's you know I lurk a lot on especially the wedding photography subreddit, uh, but other various wedding groups and. Um, it's interesting to see how people do seem to be um, in agreement that this year's inquiries and, and overall bookings are definitely um, lower than previous years. Some people, it's like the inverse, but it's so hard to know because I guarantee the market where I am is just completely different than like the middle of Idaho or somebody mm-hmm. that lives in Montana or, you know, let alone yeah, another country. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say mm-hmm. last year was insane um, just because of all the rebookings still kind of yeah. uh, you know, wrapping up. That was very crazy. And then this year uh, was looking pretty lean until the last month. The last month, um, I'm right back up. It's like a big hockey stick curve right back up to where I would normally be. But um, it's weird because I I guess maybe clients are just waiting. Uh, I don't know why, but almost all my bookings and and current inquiries are coming for weddings still this year. I literally just got one for a wedding, uh, a full day wedding, this Saturday. So I don't know if oh, maybe wow. their photographer oh. bailed on them. Maybe that's <laughs> oh a weird goodness. anomaly. But I'm just like, wow. I mean, people are still booking for May and, and mm-hmm. June. And yeah, it's kind of odd. I don't know how that's it is. That's been one are. of the themes over here as well. I think that people have been saying that there's a lot more short-term booking going on. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think people are like uh, more... I don't know, maybe more paranoid about their finances. So they're kind of holding on to their money for us for longer rather than sort of, you know, I being wonder, more spontaneous yeah. with it. Mm. Yeah. All of our inquiries are for this year at the moment. Normally at this time of year, they'd be for next. Yeah. 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 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's an interesting time for sure. And I've also heard, again, this is all anecdotally, just (laughs) seeing what other people are sort of uh, expressing mm-hmm. that uh, people are still doing a lot of weekday micro weddings. That I have seen completely disappear. I also don't market myself as an, an elopement micro wedding photographer so much. I did a bunch during COVID, but uh, I'm curious if, if you've seen that as well, or is it just We've the... We've actually been taking quite a few micro wedding bookings, haven't we? Okay. We have, yeah. Yeah, we've been taking a lot of engagement shoots as well, actually. Mm. We, do, we do well from those in, in London. But yeah, there are there oh, are okay. more now um, shorter coverage weddings. We have, we have noticed a bit of an uptick in yeah, that, that is we? different, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I've also seen mentioning engagement sessions. Um, maybe it's a cultural thing because it's always been fascinating to me and a little bit concerning too, because I don't know how you solve this problem, but you know, generally, so I got started when I was about, I think, 24, 25, something like that with my first few weddings. And so the average age of people that get married more or less sort of stays the same. But now I have grown from being younger than the average age of my clients yes. to being around their age and now older. Same, same. And want, yeah. yeah. And so I don't, I'm curious how, um, you know, if you lose touch with sort of the, the younger generation, 10, 15, maybe 20 years younger than you, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of what can seem odd is actually totally normal for them. And I, and I wonder, because I've seen a lot of people book me uh, for an a la carte engagement session first and then decide on whether or not they want me for the wedding yeah. versus it used to always be if they wanted an engagement session, they would wrap it into, you know, one package and just roll with it. So I don't know if that's a change that is becoming more common or if it's just something I've experienced or yeah, what. But. Yeah, no, we, we, we do think about the same thing as well. Um, and then uh, mm. we had a what's it last week. I said, I think I'm still down with the kids. And then straight away, my B was like, Liam, you, they just don't say that anymore. So straight, <laughs> straight away, you know. So late. <laughs> yeah, right along with the language. It's like, huh. Sam, how yeah. did you get into wedding photography? How did I? Um, so I was basically looking for my first job uh, out of college, um, you know, right when I was graduating on a platform called Craigslist, which I think is still around. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a jobs, you know, classified sort of listing area. And I applied for a few jobs in the DC area, uh, because that's where most of my college friends were kind of going and were from. And uh, let's see, yeah, I started working at this place called the National Press Club. They hired me through a, a Craigslist ad to do their, uh, basically build their photography program. It's a place, it's essentially like a country club for journalists. It's very historic, like over a hundred years old. And uh, they sell services to like keep the place operational, uh, like uh, rooms for press conferences, um, news making events, stuff like that. So a lot like historically, if there was a big news breaking event um, and it wasn't at the White House or in another government place, it would be at, at the press club. So I had no idea what this place was, but mm. They hired me uh, with my little pathetic portfolio of literally like backpacking travel pictures through <laughs> Europe. And that's all I had done. But I built a, you know, their little photography program so clients could hire me as like an add-on service to the press con- conference they were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, after about three years of doing that, a coworker of mine got engaged and, and knew me and, and my work enough that she trusted me to shoot her wedding. I think, uh, I think they paid me about $500, <laughs> something yeah, like that, yeah. uh, you know, because... I always tell people you should charge what your experience allows for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, aside, obviously, there's a limit to that. You can't. I wish I could just keep raising my rates forever and never have to think about <laughs> uh, market forces. But you know, in the beginning, I had no idea what I was doing. I actually brought another friend who had also never shot a wedding, but I was so insecure about 
my ability because I'd only ever attended like one wedding in my life. So I really didn't know anything about them. Uh, I, I paid him 400 of that $500. So <laughs> it's, um, that, that's how I started. And then, like I said, I was right at the age where a lot of other um, friends and friends of friends started to get engaged. Yeah. And, and so kind of built from there. Yeah. You know, you were saying that you'd had a bit of an upswing in bookings and things recently. Do you think, I was looking at your Instagram and I noticed that you had a new marketing technique for this year. Do you think that it's down to that new strategy or? Yeah, we we can talk about what that is. It's, um... I mean, I, I share a lot of things early on privately with my, my Patreon group, but it's been a few months now since I kind of you know, wrote about this. Um, what it is, is, is just, first of all, any strategy is super hard to measure. Even if you have uh, like tr- pixel tracking and, and everything like Google related with analytics and, and all that stuff perfectly set up. I think due to the nature of wedding, like people generally booking months out or years out or finding you and becoming aware of you and following your work, but not actually needing your services for until years later, it's so hard to track what actually works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. But um, like huge view counts never hurt. Like there's no way that's ever going to work against you unless it's, you know, you're going viral for, for something really horrible. Um, <laughs> but like the more views you have on your photos, like that has to lead to only good consequences in my mm-hmm. opinion. So uh-huh. uh, yeah, the strategy is, is essentially leaving a review on the Google business, you know, listing for a venue that I've shot at. And uh, basically, I've always been pretty good about blogging the name of the venue and linking to them. And then, uh, you know, just including that in a client blog post. So all I did was pull up my my blog and start scrolling back like 60 posts worth, Mm -hmm. uh, pulling my favorite five, six images, uh, writing a Google review of that venue from the perspective of the photographer. You know, and I would only leave good reviews for venues I, I liked. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then what you see is the Google's, they, they're clearly making a push to get more uh, traffic and engagement on their, in, in Google Maps, on like the business listing side of things. Um, and yeah, I think last time I checked, I had about 400,000 views or something in the last oh, wow. four wow. months alone. Yeah, yeah. There's a right. clear uh, tilt where it just, like every time you you basically post something because they have little markers on the line that is only going up and view count, uh, it, it tells you like you posted four photos this day and yeah, the line is just like skyrocketing. So uh, other people have also shared their things. and But the thing is, there's no real way to like directly track that as a, as a thing. I will say anecdotally, a lot of uh, patrons have followed up and said, yeah, I, I asked people directly uh, how they found me. And they've mentioned many times that it was through that. And then I've also had venues reach out and, and say, can we use your photos? And so it's clearly yes, like, real eyeballs. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So prior to using that, that sort of method, <clears throat> where would you say most of your inquiries come from? Word of mouth, uh, Google, for sure. Like, I, my site is has been lagging about the last year or so because um, in terms of SEO optimization, I used to be really, really on top of all that, but my site was totally custom built and launched in 2015. Uh-huh. So it's yeah. it, like mobile, the mobile experience was uh, an afterthought. It's hard to remember, but back in 2015, mobile had still not really exactly taken off as like the place everybody primarily um, would would do their research or whatever they're doing. So um, <clears throat> my site has has lagged the past year or so. I have noticed that being part of it, you know, 
an issue also with with uh, inquiries. I'm guessing uh, I'm in the midst of a complete overhaul right now. Same designer, and I'm super excited to to get it done. But he's very expensive, so it took me a while to <laughs> save up the money to uh, to redo my site. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I would say just primarily word of mouth. I mean, after the first maybe three or four years, that hopefully is is everybody's primary engine yeah. in their business. Hmm. Uh, it, I've always been really paranoid about having one like source of leads. Uh, a lot of photographers build really close relationships with planners or venues, yeah. and that freaks me out because We've what if the planner the decides to yeah. retire, and what if the venue closes down, yeah, which a lot so of true. them did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had yeah. that in the past where we were, you know, really good friends with some planners at, at a venue, yeah. and then they moved on, and then we were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, there's, right, there's five bookings have, a year, maybe. Yeah. 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 You've got to have different different areas where it's all coming from, don't you? Do you, you get do. a lot of inquiries through Instagram? Because I know you have like a bajillion followers on Instagram. Do you get a lot through that? The vast majority of people that follow me on Instagram are other photographers, for mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. Uh, I definitely do get inquiries and people mentioning it, but almost nobody uh, like directly messages me there. And it, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, for like wedding work, I get a lot of messages, but uh, nobody's like, hey, I'm, I'm, yeah, send me your rates through Instagram DM. No, yeah. they usually go through my, you know, they've discovered me on Instagram, they follow me for a while and go through my contact form. Um, yeah, yeah. I must never take an inquiry seriously unless they've gone through that filter yeah. of filling out my form yeah it's yeah. the same with us with instagram we're like we're our follow account is start it's 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 got like quite a big like trajectory at the moment it's 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 picking up quite a lot each day but it is it does tend to be other photographers that that follow us i guess mm-hmm. because they're interested in like our creative um take yeah on. well i want to know where the heck you have been for like i don't know how i mean i think you only came up on my radar in the last year or so and i was like what is happening how it's like you've been secretly accumulating this uh god level power of shooting anyway it's very good work thank you very much sam yeah yeah i think we're quite sort of like we're quite similar aren't we in the way we do our portraits uh but yeah like b and i have always like kept our kind of kept ourselves off the radar i guess haven't we over the years um would you say you know we have, we've not really done too much of the sort of like the the public speaking uh, we've done a few yeah. but yeah we did summit didn't we you were speaking yeah, we at did summit. summit we did, we did oh, summit with cool. you yeah, yeah you, you were talking there sam and we were doing we were doing a live shoot and so we okay. were there at the same time that, that that you were there um and i always remember something you said actually that really sort of stuck with me i thought like, that's really good like, it was something along the along the lines of that like, i don't know you were walking down the street you saw a poster i think it was a poster and it said I can't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. And that really stuck <laughs> yes. with me, that did. Mm. Oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah, I need to figure out who I, sh- who I can credit that uh, poster. <laughs> with. It was just a random sign in the store somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, my ADD is kicking in now. There are like four <laughs> things I wanted to interject with as you were. Uh, oh, staying off the radar. There is some magic in that. And actually, I, I heard something that stuck with me from uh, one of my favorite venues in the UK. It's called Ridge Farm Studios. I don't know if you've ever shot a wedding there. Ooh, they, nice. they do is that in London, is it? It's uh, almost exactly halfway between Gatwick and London. So it's very south. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like right in the middle of some old countryside. It used to be um, a full-time analog recording studio. Like Queen did a lot of their... like. It is the place oh, cool. where the cliche of 80s, 70s and 80s bands... Yeah. Escaping to the countryside Sounds to write amazing. a record. That is, where that, we need to go. that is where that came from. And they still have uh, like the main uh, barn where they, they had all their... It's a disaster now in terms of just messiness. It's not a professional studio. But extremely beautiful property. And uh, they do weddings. 
uh, and the owner, I was talking with him, just asking about like, you, you must be like busy all the time, book solid. He's like, yeah, I mean, we, we do exactly as much as we want to. And he said, there, there's, and I asked like, the, does this place book itself just given its history and, and all that? He's like, no, we don't promote any of that really uh, with, with our wedding clients or, or potential clients because there's some magic to being just under the radar where people feel like they found you on their own, just mm-hmm. doing their research. And um, it just makes it a little more special versus, uh, you know, being this like place that uh, is at the top of every list at, at the, you know, um, recommend, I don't know, I'm not articulating it very well, but you it, ties in, yeah, you it ties in something with me that I've always believed in. And that's just, d- operate so efficiently, whether it is with your marketing or um, anything else, that there's always headroom to, to grow some, somewhere else. So yeah. with something like Instagram, if you've been doing this like 10 years and only now starting to uh, push an effort there, that's wonderful. That's a huge space for you to grow. And you've already got a huge head start compared to everybody else mm-hmm. who yeah. maybe has been doing Instagram for 10 years and has a similar following. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, anyway, uh, that's, that's not a bad thing. That's really great. <laughs> uh, for, for you guys but I am curious how often you actually have to like get in the water with your camera equipment yeah so, yeah do. well <laughs> it seems like half of them are <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a I uh so I did a wedding in Thailand in 2015 and um I had this kind of like vision in my head I wanted to do a shot of like uh underwater but having like the bride sort of swimming up to like the groom who was like stood on like a paddleboard or something like that mm. I thought how can I make this happen so I, I noticed on um Amazon, you can get these sort of like a glorified sandwich bag. It's for your camera. Yeah. So you put your camera inside <laughs> that, and it uh, it didn't really work out how I would have hoped. It was really difficult to use, uh, but I did get some usable stuff. But it was like monsoon season in Thailand as well, so the results weren't what oh, I wow. imagined. But I just got really excited about the idea of of trying more of it. So I use it's called an Ike Light 50DL, which is basically like a dive house, housing for the 5D mm. Mark IV. And um, okay. yeah, you, I've got to rattle, rattle off maybe three thousand frames to get maybe <laughs> maybe like five that work. <laughs> yeah, that's, so it's uh, that's it's, amazing. It's, it's a tricky old process because it, it's got a dome port on it, and it's if you're underwater diving with it, it's fantastic. But if you're trying to sort of have it half in, half out, it's really tricky to use because you have to hold it against your head like an actual camera to be able to see where where you've got that transition yeah. between the water and the sky. So it's, uh, but I love using it. It's, uh, you know, I can hardly recommend it. If you ever get to, uh, you know, go in some warm sea somewhere, definitely give it a go. It's, it's good fun. Definitely not in England. Yeah. Not, not in England. No. That's what I was wondering. Was like, this must be in Cyprus or someplace that. Like, yeah, cool. it's mainly in Spain. We do a lot of weddings Spain, in Spain okay. and then some in Greece. Uh, I have been inside a uh, reservoir in Derbyshire, which is like rural oh England. And, and uh, a lock in Scotland oh, I was as well. In Lo- I was in Loch Lomond as well. Uh, but I had to use like a, a proper full on like dry suit. So I look like. I look like a Formula yeah. One driver in this like dry suit <laughs> to do it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm curious. Have you have you um, looked at the mirrorless cameras at all? I mean, I would think that that would actually yes. Well, make I've, it a, I've a got good bit easier. yeah. Okay. I've got two uh, R6 cameras which I use to shoot uh, my weddings with. But because I've still got the underwater housing specific for the 5D uh, Mark IV, it doesn't yeah. make any financial sense at the moment to to buy the the underwater housing for the for the R6 it would be I think it would be easier but I just can't bring myself to drop another couple yeah, of grand on that I won't cheap. let him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day yep. yeah but it's really it's not it's 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 exciting trying new things 
and, mm. and coming out with results that are new to the wedding industry because i know you've uh, you've been the pioneer of a couple of techniques in the past haven't you so mm. you, you've you've got priziming as and uh, and also the ring of fire as well which which yeah it was something that you started wasn't it yeah it, yeah. it, it was uh, mostly the story with the prism um and it's so funny because it's uh, it's been a thing now for like over a decade uh and, and so many people on like instagram or whatever that were on instagram the platform like way before me are actually more associated with it as a look and there are entire companies i don't know if you get spammed with the uh, prism effects company that sells like their entire business is just selling varieties of prisms specifically to shoot through it's hilarious <laughs> but anyway uh, my story was i used to play in a band uh, our drummer had a kid eventually, and we have not played ever since. <laughs> um, but uh, we were we were a band in college, and I don't. We had a short list of names that we were thinking about, you know, trying to call ourselves, and uh, it came down to either calling us rhinoceros or prisms, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, we went with prisms. And then uh, we did our first record that I recorded for us, and, and so we, it was all kind of DIY stuff, and uh, we were trying to figure out an album cover idea. And uh, I guess naturally a lot of our minds went to the, the Pink Floyd uh, album cover with the you know, refracting light through a prism. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, I bought one on Amazon through a, like a teacher's like uh, accessory shop for science teaching and stuff. And uh, that's the exact same prism. I obviously have dropped many of them, so I don't use the literal same one that I always have, but I bought about 100 at some point because they used to be like $5 on that store. And um, it sat on my desk for probably six months because we ended up doing something else for the album cover. But I, for whatever reason, uh, brought it with me to uh, a wedding and realized, uh, oh my gosh, I can create on-demand reflections anywhere I want uh, during getting ready photos is where it was most useful, where there's a lot of clutter sometimes or like mm -hmm. the makeup artist's face is in the same spot the whole time. You want to change it up or whatever, mm -hmm. but I don't want to ask them to move. So I just realized like prisming stuff out using cool uh, distortions and artifacts was yeah. really useful. And the prism has the added benefit of uh, not just creating a regular undistorted reflection it can do one of those it can do two of those and then if you shoot through it at an angle it can you know as you probably know and have seen like create distortions and, and little rainbow curves and all this other really interesting stuff so it's a lot more dynamic than uh you know just a piece of glass or an iphone screen or something like that yeah and uh, anywho yeah but the big thing i've found is you know a lot of people will, will find something uh, especially if they're just shooting through an object and just like change it up every time and, and play but for me it was it's always been like, try the exact same object over and over and over in a ton of different environments. The Ring of Fire only works in one uh, condition, like really well. And that's uh, shooting with the little one inch uh, by one inch piece of aluminum piping right in front of the camera with the light being a really small, harsh light source like the sun yeah. or car lights or something or a flashlight coming right down the barrel. If it's overcast and gray out, it, it would never work. And it really doesn't work indoors very much unless you've got a really bright, singular like hotspot. And I didn't know that um, until I tried it in a dozen different environments. Mm -hmm. And, and it, you know, sticking with that same object, whatever it might be, um, really you start to figure those things out and it's a little more predictable and then it just can become... Uh, a, a technique if that makes sense yeah definitely yeah. And, the, and the prism itself as well it's like i've used it a few times in the past and and like nice. sometimes it, it it gives you results that you didn't weren't expecting it's it's quite kind of depending on where you are the environment that you're in it will just deliver like sort of little surprises each time yeah. won't it 
keeps it so fun for yeah exactly yeah, that. i love playful, that like yeah it makes yeah. you smile that's a good thing yeah. it does yeah Hopefully. we do a lot of um we do a lot of um like shooting workshops where i'll just take a group of people out and they'll just sort of watch me shoot and then we'll have like some models they can get their own portfolio pictures and you'd be surprised how many times someone will just rock out a prism and obviously that that's coming from from yourself um introducing it to uh mm-hmm. to the, the the portrait side of things yeah yeah. How does it make you feel when you see, you know, pictures that people have taken that are clearly inspired by you or, you know, like, how does that make you feel? Are you uh, proud or are you like, no, that's my yeah. idea? No, no, I'm, it's great. Every, uh, so I highly recommend every, everyone on the planet, but specifically creative, uh, like photographers, artists, anything. There's a fantastic book uh, called the creative act or a creative i think it's the the creative act it's by rick rubin who is like a legendary producer who's worked with a million notes yeah a creative act and um (laughs) the creative act he uh has an entire section about um like imitating other artists that you like and how it's super healthy and you should never feel bad about that and so i i only feel good when i see other people doing that with my work and i have absolutely done that with other photographers i like look up to uh, mm-hmm. jeff newsom was a very early inspiration yeah. for me yeah his yeah. work i love uh ryan brandeiser same same thing yeah. um yeah. like fantastic i mean there's just countless fair worry steve for sure like yeah. he's still crushing it he's it so good is, yeah. um oh, good uh, so you know just it's a, it's all good things the only thing i think i would ever start to feel a little weird about is if um uh, which I, it has happened actually uh, is, is somebody is it, like shares. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think of the exact circumstance that it happened. But... Yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah, so if someone maybe yeah. like let's say if someone's been on our workshop and shares images yes. as if, as if it's their their concept, yeah. their idea without without maybe mentioning mm-hmm. the uh, exactly. inspiration where it came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but you kind of have to just. I try not to, literally this morning, somebody was uh, messaging me saying, uh, the most famous local photographer was sharing a bunch of stuff on stories and they used uh, somebody, one of her brides or somebody reposted an image that I took mm-hmm. and she didn't credit me in her story with this one photo when she was replying to this other. And I was like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You've just written seven paragraphs. <laughs> I know this person's probably venting and that's fine, but you cannot let things like that meant to like, occupy your mental space like just move on so i don't worry about watermarking my work or if somebody's if somebody made an entire portfolio of my stuff that that's a problem but you know venues not crediting me or just stuff slipping through the cracks like that it's fine i mean it's a good signal that people like your stuff and it's good enough to to steal so just just embrace that and move on you're not going to get the hundred dollars or whatever that might yeah 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 You've just been testing out all the um, different AI offerings on the market at the moment for editing, haven't you? We use Imagine AI, and I was just hoping that you could tell us a little bit more about, like, what you found. Uh, That's a very uh, timely question. Oh, is it? (laughs) Sorry. Just last... No, no, this is great. Just last week, I did... It was... I thought it was going to be real quick and easy and ended up taking, like, six hours to, to do. I did a full, the exact same wedding... Uh, run through three different editing apps, uh, imagine being one of them, and just did a full-on, uh, completely three, like run through three different AI, fully edited, timed each one of them. Uh, strangely, and I'm not exactly sure why this is, but for me, I, I don't consider a, a wedding 
fully AI edited until it's also done um, rendering previews and stuff. So that is when I sit down and start like once previews are totally mm-hmm. rendered because otherwise you're waiting for things to load a little bit and fully resolve. And strangely, uh, Imagine was also, once I got those edits back, faster at re-rendering all the previews um, oh, compared to the other two options. I don't know why that is, but uh, it was not only faster, Imagine, but um, way more consistent. So all, almost all of these apps will do... Uh, I'm finding a good enough job in the like overcast, consistent light or in like sunset, beautiful light. Like they all edit good enough. Great. But what I, what really matters is in the lighting situations where it has to make a trade-off. It doesn't know exactly where to go uh, because it's mixed indoor light or for whatever reason, maybe there's a really dominant color. Uh, And imagine always makes the trade-off and closer in the direction that I want. So I still go through and take a manual pass tweaking everything. But it's far less tweaking um, than I would need to with any other one that I've tried so far. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, that has been my experience. I hate that it's a separate app. That's really annoying. I have to jump in and out of. But uh, yeah, it's kind of... That's really interesting. Thank you yeah. for sharing that with us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have some exciting stuff coming. I'm, I've, I've been pushing them. And I know nothing, by the way, about their, their internal behind-the-scenes discussions. But what I really want to see them do is create a... Uh, like since you have to bother with uploading stuff to their servers um, to do the edits anyway, give me the option of a longer upload, but a higher resolution raw file. Maybe not the full size, but like even 2,500 pixels or something like that. Because right now the way it works is it basically downsizes the raw file to like 200 pixels, something just big enough for them to be able to interpret and edit. Uh, They they do that little like DNG conversion Uh, do you see that when you run it on your computer and like the bottom of the screen like mm-hmm. cycles through every yeah so give me the option of making that like half size and saving it in the on their servers in the cloud so that way i have a yeah it's half size but it's still very printable a 2500 pixel raw backup very yeah. very quickly in the cloud yeah, like yeah. within an hour probably of when i imported all the pictures yeah, versus having to yeah I, i'm hoping they can pull it off i, I think that would probably be very expensive <laughs> so i don't know how affordable it would be but yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So the sort of swinging back to weddings, uh, but so how many uh, weddings do you typically shoot uh, each year? Yeah, I would say. Um, so the best data to look at would be pre-COVID because we're gonna like obviously twenty twenty yeah. <laughs> through today. It's been mm-hmm. a weird distortion, yeah. and I think that's gonna continue to ripple for a while. Uh, but up until twenty twenty, I would shoot on average uh, as I. The top, the most I ever shot was like 52 in a year. Wow. Full wedding days. Yeah, that's not counting engagement sessions, all that. Um, but it most averaged 35 to 40 is sort of the, Yeah. But now um, I'm aiming to, to get a nice, comfortable 25 to 30 on average. Yeah, I like shooting a lot. Dream. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Do you go abroad? Do you ever do any stuff um, overseas? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I love um, love shooting uh, other places. A lot of times, it's it's still within the U.S. But um, yeah, I've shot a good bit through through Europe. I, I want to say two in the U.K. Uh, yeah, two and one. I, I can't remember the other location, but the, my favorite one it was uh, another wedding photographer. I don't know if you know him, uh, Matthew Lawrence. Um, he had a wedding in Farnham. Which is like oh yeah um, yes yeah. 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 yeah 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 that was really cool so but uh, yeah a great um, consequence of being like an educator and teaching workshops all these years and all that is yeah. generally if I'm traveling it's for another wedding photographer's wedding because they've been 
you know, they know specifically they want me. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and that's always... Uh, yeah, really they're great. the best, aren't they? Doing photography, yeah, 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 I think so too. How do you find people it always you've, uh, say like, um, you know, that must be really stressful? It's like not at all. Yeah. They've done their research. They they just let me do whatever I want. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are you coming over to the UK at all this year? Um, I almost certainly uh, because London is my favorite favorite city on the planet. Oh. The oh. <laughs> oh my god, I love London <laughs> so much. So uh, I will find a reason to <laughs> at some point, if not just to come over and and you know, visit for myself, but nothing uh, planned yet, I don't think. I'm trying to, um, no, the closest right now on the books is uh, I'm going to visit Israel, I think. In oh, wow, months. okay. So, um, yeah, so we'll see. But I will say market-wise, market uh, totally different world. It's um, in terms of pricing and, and just the sort of, um, I, don't, I don't know if it's, the right word is tradition of wedding photography or just the expectations that people have, I think, where, where you guys are, are totally different. And it's different in every country. I mean, uh, in Spain, I shot weddings there and it's a completely different expectation. You know, yeah. they wanted me there through the through the after party, which went to like yeah. 4 a.m. or, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's a longer day here. So our, our weddings, like, usually they'll get married at sort of like, like one-ish, one. isn't it? Yeah, one, yeah. So we'll sort of start like bridal prep at like, I don't know, like 10, 11. And then we'll then shoot through then yeah. till like first dance, which will be like at sort of like eight, nine, and usually sort of wrap up then. So it's like it's like 10 to 12 hours usually. How, how, does, how is it for US yeah. weddings? Almost always uh, sort of orbiting around 2 p.m. start for getting ready till 10 or 11 o'clock end of reception. Mm. Okay. Most people kind of orbit their ceremony around um, uh, sunset. So yeah. maybe uh, that's not so much a concern in the UK. We don't have uh, a There's no yeah, sun. Yeah. A lot of grey. There's no golden hour. <laughs> if the sun was out now, Sam, we'd be out in it. We'd be out sunbathing right now. Oh, yeah. Even though it's yeah. six degrees, we'd be out there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so most weddings, about eight hours, mm-hmm. which has always been fascinating to me. A lot of other countries that have uh, sort of harder time charging more, I think, for their for their clients, uh, they have a harder time charging more and the weddings are really yeah. a lot longer. So yeah. it's odd to me that, uh, you know, clearly people are having an amazing, like very invested in their wedding day when they when it's a 12, 15 hour experience as the client. Yeah. You think they'd be willing to pay more just because they, you, you know, we're obsessed with value for money over here, aren't we? what it is? <laughs> but it could be, yeah. But there is a difference, isn't there, between our, our markets? Because like I've spoken to a few US photographers and yeah, I'm, I'm always surprised at the, the sort of the fees that you guys can mm. uh, can aim for. Like who was I speaking to? Kate, Kate Merrill? Kate, mm. Do you know Kate Merrill? Oh my God! Yeah, she's yeah. in Colorado. Kate? That's right. Yeah, yeah. In Colorado. Yeah. Kids. So she yeah, came over here. Good. She came over here, and she bought me to do um, her elopement. Her elopement in uh, in, in in Sky, the Isle of Sky in Scotland. And she was oh, like, she couldn't believe like how how good value it was. <laughs> <laughs> so we got chatting yeah. about fees, and I was like, wow. So the US does it, maybe like the US clients put more value on photography. I don't know, but there's mm. a higher fee for sure. It's just yeah. maybe the norm. Yeah. yeah, and we're just not used yeah. to it. Mm. But we get so excited yeah. if we get an inquiry from, you know, it's norm- normally Anyone. weddings in Scotland, yeah. Americans going over to get married, and like, yeah, they don't not they yet. don't blink at your quote at all. They're just like, no. yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, the economy in the US is is just totally different. Uh, not, not, I mean, the entire country as a whole and like all the different little saturation points uh maryland is, is is an odd market in a good way in that it is it has the richest 
uh, counties uh, on the entire planet, not just the country <laughs> of the U.S., but the entire planet. Oh, and most wow. people don't know that. Most people think Silicon Valley or like Southern California. Yeah, has yeah. Like, it's not. It's all the lobbyists and government, uh, you know, uh, contractors that live uh, right outside of D.C. on the Virginia or Maryland side of things. So um, that definitely has to have an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, it's fascinating to me, though, the quality of work coming out of the UK and a lot of other countries. Um, is It's so, well, first of all, the look in the UK is very distinct. I, I think it's maybe an influence of certain um, well-known, uh, like Martin Parr or some, some kinds mm-hmm. of photographers there that uh, historically just have probably seeped into the yeah. zeitgeist in the UK specifically that has, like, influenced so much of the look and it's incredible it's so distinct and and wonderful uh anyway i just would like to mention that because it doesn't mm-hmm. compute in my brain that, like yeah. if you had that level of work here yeah you could charge probably double uh with you interesting you know, let's all move to america the rare the rare <laughs> people immigrating to america yeah. i always yeah. seem to hear the other other way everyone wants out <laughs> and I, I, I love doing u.s weddings like because I, I do quite a lot of u.s clients in when i go to spain there's a venue over there that recommend us so we get a lot of u.s okay. uh, weddings over there and i love the fact that you have like the the cocktail hour is quite common isn't it for yeah. u.s weddings oh yeah it's and totally built speeches in this, uh... as well like you'll there's a lot of speeches but there always seems to be a bit more i don't know like so emotion nice. there's more yeah. emotion they're short there? and they're to the point and they're emotional yeah, yeah. lots of tears you know this yeah like in the uk there's always that sort they're of quite boring english spe- speeches well it's the stick up a lip isn't it of, yeah. of the british dad yeah. gets up to do his speech and then it's like it starts at the bride's birth and you're like oh we're going to be here for 40 oh, yeah. minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah in the us uh, lots of emotion the one the one thing i remember about uh the wedding was actually in the U.S., but it was uh, um, British. The groom was from uh, the U.K., mm-hmm. so most of his friends and family were from there. And he uh, he just got straight up roasted by his best man. <laughs> like it, was, it was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was just yeah. like, oh, this is fine. This is hilarious. It's like, yeah. oh, my God. Totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. We're all dead inside. We, yeah. Unless something's extreme, we don't feel it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Noted. <laughs> What do you enjoy doing in your downtime? Do you have any free time even? Do you have any? Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, That is something, um, consequence of COVID, where it's like, oh my gosh, I have all this downtime. I've never Mm -hmm. had this before. What do I do? Uh, Kind of embracing that. my my main thing has always been actually music. Like I think I mentioned earlier, yeah, with prisms, like playing yeah. in bands or I can't, most it's really hard to play out now because uh, you know I'm at the age where people have families and it's yeah it's really hard to schedule. But uh, I still write and record just my own stuff all the time, and that really is a nice creative outlet that still flexes those creative muscles. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing photography, but it's uh, just a totally different what do you uh, play practice. Oh, uh, well, I grew up playing violin. I don't so much play that anymore. I'm looking at it right now. It's just hanging on the wall. Now I'm becoming, I played for about 15 years and now I'm just scared of it because I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear all that's been lost. I was but, saxophone, uh, so I feel you. Oh, really? So <laughs> give us a little rendition. Give us a little rendition. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, no, I, I play guitar mostly for myself and drums. And, awesome. Uh, and then recording is, is Really, it like playing an instrument itself. It's really, really fun to uh, kind of mix a song and yeah. get all that uh, get all that together. But I mostly just do that for myself, zero pressure. That's kind of what I do in my free time. And then more more recently, just cooking, playing around with different recipes. And again, both of those things were nice. uh, 
leaned into because of COVID and yeah. just being stuck at home, you know. Did you enjoy COVID? Because I think a, lot, a big part of me enjoyed that downtime that, like you say, we'd never really had before. Like, how did you feel during that? You know, I'd like to say yes, but all of the gray hairs on my head uh, came <laughs> after 2020. Yeah. So I have to say it was probably more stressful than I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess, there, I don't know. It started to feel like one big time warp, though, being in the same place every day. Yeah. Even if I was doing different things, it started to feel kind of like Groundhog Day. I don't know if you use that phrase there. Yeah. 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 So um, after a while, I... I love what I do. I love uh, weddings so much. Uh, after a while, it just, yeah, I, I, I have to get back to that. If I have too much of a break, it's it's an issue yeah. for me mentally. I, things deteriorate quickly. Like I need, I need them. Um, yeah. uh, and even this year, this has been a larger gap of um, time uh, between weddings than I've had in a while. I don't think I still have one for, until another uh, maybe three weeks from now. So I'm, I'm itching to get back out and start shooting. I, I'm good for about a week and a half, maybe two of downtime. Yeah. And I need to like get back to it. Go, go, go. Yeah. 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 Oh, so I was going to ask you, so, you know, I, I, re I really like the, um, walk with me stuff that you do on your Instagram. Yeah. Thanks. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So it looks like you do quite a lot of in engagement sessions. And do, do, do you do a lot of engagement sessions? Yeah. You do? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah um, so I'm trying to think, a lot of times if I'm traveling, it's it's maybe not an engagement session, but just like a couples session because uh, they know that I'm in a spot and uh, or their city and they, they want to hire me. So a lot of it is that. Um, I would say maybe of my wedding clients that book me, only half probably do an engagement session. Yeah, The other okay. half I don't meet in person until the actual day of the wedding yeah. on average. Um, the other thing, there might be a slight... Um, distortion in what in what I show in my walk with me is because uh, if I'm traveling, I tend to put out a lot more content because I'm just sitting in an airport or in a hotel or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I tend to have a lot more material and, and time to put the material together uh, versus when I'm at home shooting uh, weddings or whatever. I'm, I'm just busy getting all that yeah. done and I don't put out as much. So the walk with me stuff might slant a little more. Um, yeah couple sessions uh when i'm traveling simply for that reason that how, how are you finding using the uh the r3 because i've noticed you use that it's, it's obviously quite a, a beast of a camera isn't it how are you finding your, yeah. wrist, your wrists with that it's great <laughs> oh no no it's um it's the exact same weight actually it's a little lighter than oh. adding the the grip to the r6 so the grip i don't know if you use the battery grip on that no no but it's the r3 is a little bit less and so the other thing um i don't know uh if you use bounce flash or if you use off-camera flash for some perceptions yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the big thing that I found, uh, you would think like the heavier the camera body, uh, the worse it is for your wrists. But what's also very important to account for is the center of gravity on the thing. Mm. And because of the lower battery grip um, and the lenses that I use, I don't. I tend to use shoot primes. So they have uh, a little bit lighter and um, they don't stick out as much from the camera body, like, like yeah. say a 70 to 200. So the center of gravity stays really um, centered to everything. It's not like constantly forward leaning. Uh, and you might want to consider uh, if you don't regularly shoot with a grip, but you do use a bounce flash, as soon as you add a flash to the top of your camera, the center of gravity shifts up and it starts to like up in a little lower yeah. feeling. So it yeah. puts a lot more pressure on your wrist. Mm -hmm. But if you had a battery grip, it, it helps 
uh, equalize that. And okay. it's super comfortable. Yeah, I don't have any wrist pain at all. Uh, the, but I will say there are certain lenses like the 28 to 70 F2.0. Mm-hmm. That thing yeah. is so big and heavy and long that you do yeah. get a, a really, you know, heavy protruding front end and that creates a lot of a pain yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, but the r3 is wonderful i actually do still um miss the r6 a bit because uh, i love doing double exposure work and the r6 was the last mirrorless i think camera that canon's gonna make where you can create a double exposure in camera and it gives you a raw file oh, uh, combined photo the r6 2 the r3 and everything else they've put out since um it will let you do it but it, it saves the raw files separately and gives you a JPEG. Oh. So you have to do the, the oh. blending in Photoshop, which I hate. Yeah, that's it's not still nice point, to have... is it? I mean, <laughs> no, I know. It's so annoying because um, things edit just totally differently. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, very... So I miss the R6 for that reason. Also, the sensor colors uh, with my preset at the time was really dialed in. Uh, and there's something else I miss about the R6, but I can't re- remember. But the R3... Um, Way better battery life. It's so nice to not have to be. I mean, I can shoot a whole wedding, uh, eight eight to ten hours easy with um, maybe three or four batteries tops. And um, the I also since I do a little bit of video stuff for my educational things, uh, it captures everything in, in raw, like compressed raw mm-hmm. video. So it's much much easier for me to edit. Yeah, because uh, I hate I hate editing video to begin with. Uh, and now I can approach it um, editing like grading the whole look of everything from. Um, more of what I do with my photos yeah. versus having to, uh, you know, deal with recording log and then like yeah. finding LUTs to convert things properly and get like, I hate all of that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. That's what we it's have like, to it, do. Yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it oh simple. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 It's like, basically it would be the equivalent of a still photographer having to shoot in JPEG, which yeah. would just be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, if you're so used to having access to raw. So the yeah. R3 enables that and, um, uh, some other really nice bells and whistles that uh, yeah. the six tempting, doesn't have. Tempting it is. It's a, it's a pricey bit of kit, isn't it? Eh? So uh, we'll see how, uh, yeah, see how it I goes mean, this year. It's never know. probably going to... They're going to launch... Um, they still don't call it their flagship camera, even though it clearly is. Uh, they, they, I think, are still going to make something that's even more expensive and nicer in some way, but that'll drop the price of the R3 quite a yeah. bit. Uh, the sensor does perform better, too, in terms of low light and dynamic range. Okay. Yeah. Compared to the R6. Yeah. You, you mentioned the uh, the twenty eight to uh, seventy. So that's <clears throat> that's been my go to lens for the past like year, and I do love it. But I do I do you have, have got a bad I've wrist. Got a terrible wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, use um, it so sparingly. It's the perfect uh, family photo lens. So I always bring that thing out um, for those yeah. for just all the group shots. But I really try and not use it for anything else because it's just <laughs> yeah. so you have to pay attention real close attention to like the physicality of what you're doing uh not just because it's it's a wedding and it's going to be hard physically but just yeah. if you are uncomfortable because your shoes aren't great or you're by the way pro tip one of the best things i started doing years ago uh, i bring a second set of shoes and yes. change into them for Ooh, the reception right. i do this it makes such yeah. a difference comfy yeah. shoes then for yeah. later on yeah yep yep uh but uh, where was i going with that oh yeah just the physicality in general if you're feeling a little more tired uh, after switching to a heavier lens or uh a new body that's heavier or whatever um that is gonna impact your decision making uh in so many ways like maybe you won't take that extra 10 minutes to take them out for a night photo just because your back hurts it's like that that's actually a huge 
problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I resisted using the 28 to 70 for much other than yeah. family photos and just bringing it as sort of a backup lens in case everything else. It's still stolen. a beautiful lens, though, isn't it? I mean, like, I couldn't yeah. believe how fast, oh, yeah. how fast it is to focus and, like, how sharp yeah. it is as well. And, like, I mean, I, I like to use it particularly for sort of ceremonies where you can't move around too much, so you've got that freedom just to sort of zoom in if you're stuck in the same spot. So, but, yeah, yeah like, the weight can be an issue, but it's just... I still find it a phenomenal lens in terms of like the quality that it gives you. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, they were just flexing their muscles there. I think Showing to off, show yeah. what they could do. <laughs> I think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they have another great lens that's sort of similar at the eighty-five one point two. It's yeah. humongous, huge, huge mm -hmm. but beautiful performer. I, I ended up selling it or returning it uh, because I was lucky enough to buy one of the third-party lenses before Canon put a stop to that. The Samyang. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Eighty-five, 1.4, and it's a very lightweight, beautiful lens that works great. Uh, but unfortunately, they don't. Um, they don't do it now. Yeah. yeah, we're waiting for the thirty-five, aren't we? Thirty-five, one point two. That's going to be a, yeah. That's going to be an awesome lens, isn't it? I'm very excited about uh, and the other one. So for me, I mostly shoot twenty-four and fifty millimeters. Mm -hmm. So I'm still waiting on that twenty-four. Yeah, uh, one, one two, or one four, or whatever they make the RF mount. No. I will say though, the EF mount lenses, the 51.2 and the 24.14, which is what I use now, um, they have a very beautiful look to them. If, uh, like, one of my favorite things to do is to stop the 24 millimeter aperture down to like f16 and shoot directly to the sun, and it creates a sun star that is just mm -hmm. absolutely awesome. I think it's nine uh, little blades, um, and uh, it just looks so good. And it, I'm worried that they're going to release a 24 that has um more sun stars that's what i dealt when i shot nikon okay. their 2414 had like i don't know 12 blades or something and it, it looks cool but it's just not as as great anyway uh, we're getting in the weeds <laughs> <laughs> no yeah like, like you're saying that the old the old lenses with the adapter it's given like a new lease of life hasn't it on these mirrorless cameras yeah. It, oh, yeah. it's like well, that's all we use the old ef lenses mm. yeah because most of what it, we do is video and i love having the adapters okay. with the nds inside them mm. so it, yeah it's oh perfect. my god yes the drop-in filters are great yeah. uh i don't know if you're familiar with one of my uh, double exposures where it's like a daytime nighttime shot yeah um, yeah I, so I don't do those all that often, but I'm starting to do them more because uh, I modified the variable ND drop-in filter um, so that I, I uh, basically, it has this little like wheel to turn and, and change the intensity yeah. of the, uh, the darkening. And so I broke it and <laughs> it's two pieces, one that stays uh, non-moving and another that moves. Oh, I took out the one that moves and I put in a half piece of cardboard that perfectly cut. It's a perfect half circle that goes right down the middle. So now if I want to do that day night thing, uh, I can just slide that in there and oh, rotate it with a little genius. wheel instead of what I used to have to do is like hold a black card yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Very my lens. Smart. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. If you had a top tip for somebody starting out, what would it be? Ooh, it's a tough one, that isn't it? Yeah. It's well, I'm a trying hard to think of <laughs> what a lot of the early problems are. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's tricky because the longer you do something, the like something that is second nature to me now was probably a really a big pain in the butt yeah. <laughs> in the earlier. Yeah. So I'm always trying to remember, like, what did I really struggle with? That is it's hard to know whether it's actually like photo taking or the behind the scenes stuff as well, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah, for sure. I, I think a lot of people struggle with just 
getting any experience at all and and finding someone to second shoot yeah. alongside or assist. And and the big thing I see uh, with people asking me to like shoot a wedding with me is I almost always have somebody ready. Like I've got a short list of people I regularly rotate through and I shoot with them sometimes. Like it's, I'm almost always set. But if you ask enough and you're not, and you're persistent, not an asshole or like, you know, mm-hmm. being rude and obsessive, but just persistently saying, hey, I love your work. I really want to work with you so that you stay on my radar. There will come a time when mm-hmm. my regular list of people aren't available or somebody is, maybe I forgot to book a second shooter and I need someone last minute or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, that is is key, is staying uh, consistent, whether that's directly emailing or messaging to build somewhat of a relationship with whoever, you know, you're hoping to, to work mm-hmm. alongside. Because uh, eventually there will come a time when, when they need you. And hopefully that is a good way to like, that's yeah, a really that's good recommendation. Yeah, Thank Lord. you. So if I keep on pestering you, then can I... Vice uh, <laughs> 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 versa, obviously. Put us on your second Absolutely. list. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a funny thing for me, though. I really uh, don't... I usually shoot by myself. If, like, if I shoot 35 in a year, probably 25 of those I'll shoot. And I actively tell my clients they don't need a second shooter. Yeah. Um, I like not having to manage people. That's why I'll never run like a studio or have associate. Like the last thing I ever want to do is yeah, like have to schedule things out for people. It's just not in my nature to yeah. do, do well at that at all, uh, unless it's just me. And so, yeah, most weddings I, I shoot by myself and they tend to be about 100, 150 people weddings. And it's pretty easy, assuming... Um, in the U.S., a lot of times everything's sort of in one venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's different in the U.K. because a lot of those really beautiful churches probably don't uh, allow uh, the reception to also occur there. So they, I'm guessing you have multiple Yeah, uh, I think that's spots. a lot of the time why we use a second, isn't it? Just because of like locations yeah. and what have you. It just makes it easier to get yeah, like yeah. prep from both sides and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and the same as you, Sam. It's like most of the stuff is, is shooting solo, but mm-hmm. sometimes we get like big Jewish weddings in London uh, or like big Indian weddings, and then that's the, the only time where I'd have another shooter because it's in yeah. excess of like three hundred people. Um, yes. But yeah. For most of the day, it's just uh, yeah, shooting solo. You know, no no one else to kind of worry about then, and you can just kind of focus on what you what you're doing rather than worrying about what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, totally. Uh, exact same thing for me. So I do a lot of South Asian Indian weddings, and yeah, if it's over two hundred people. Yeah, I'll definitely bring a second. It's also, it's nice to be able to like bounce ideas off of people. But yeah, uh, sure. I really like when they high, bring uh, videographers. I don't do any video. I, I occasionally recommend people, but I really like uh, when they have another videographer just so I have like someone else to yeah, talk to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. most of my and the weddings I shoot on my own as well. And Laura's at home. Okay. But yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like being on my own all day. Yeah. Not not happy. I need a friend. Yeah. yeah. When we shoot together, yeah. we have a good laugh, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do, yeah. When we team yeah. up, yeah. Yeah, it's nice if you're shooting with someone you know. Absolutely. Oh, it's the yeah. best. Yeah, I've met my friend Nathan. I've been trying to get, uh, he was the other half of my podcast. He's a wedding photographer. I've been trying to get him to get into video so that I can just yes. offer him as the video guy. Okay. But uh, like, we have a great time when we shoot together. We've literally recorded a podcast during a wedding, uh, like a whole episode oh, on that's off during, during our downtime. It was super fun. Yeah. We just talked about the wedding day and like <laughs> the stories and insights that you, you don't, you uh-huh. d- don't remember or realize that's until funny. you're in the moment. And when you get yeah. home, you can't, you know, 
you don't yeah. talk about it because it's out of your brain. But anyway, yeah, I highly recommend that if it's a slower wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. Genius. Well, we don't want to take up too much more of your time, Sam. No, thank you, you been... so much for coming on. You've been amazing. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, mate. Really, really good to Likewise. sort of pick that's your brains cool. on a few subjects. And like that's a quick, that's an hour just gone by like that. We could talk to you all day. But, Absolutely. Um, really appreciate it. Yeah, I can't it. believe it's been an hour. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was, for a second, I was like, oh, did I say something wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to go and get our kids from uh, from school. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. If you come over to the UK, we've got to meet up and have a drink. Oh, yeah. We certainly sure. do, yeah. Well, part, Absolutely. half of us don't drink alcohol. But, yeah, yeah. meet up for a coffee. Yeah, do you like a yeah. beer? Do you like a beer, Sam? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. up for anything. For I like sure. a beer, too. Yeah, Brilliant. Uh, I will definitely let you know uh, London will happen at some point this year just a matter of when probably July or something I don't know yeah brilliant awesome all right, well yeah all the very best and like thanks so much again really yeah. appreciate can't it can't thank and, uh, you can't thank you thank enough you. thank you all keep in touch mate. you have a great day we'll see you again soon okay take, take care, care. Bye-bye. 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 bye let's do our highs and lows uh, hi. Do, 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 do. You said to me this morning, you're like, I don't have any highs or any lows. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Speaking to Sam just now, that's yeah. my high. Like, um, you know, like he's a, glo- he's, all, he's a global talent, but obviously very down to earth and humble as well. Yeah. So to have him on was just like a real privilege, wasn't it? So, yeah. yeah. What a great creative guy. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. So that's your high. Have you got a low? A uh, low? don't think i have you know no. no i mean like i don't want to moan on too much about my back but you know that's still, that's still a low yeah i'm still <laughs> hobbling around but you know the, you know there's light in the tunnel you know i'm gonna crack on the yeah, pilates on, and yeah and whatnot. i can't go running that's a bit of a low i would like to go running but um zyda physio said yes they know he probably shouldn't run liam so that was a bit upsetting to hear that so yeah i can't run at the moment yeah that's quite a low anybody else my high of the week is finishing a wedding Oh Yay. yeah! Tick. Feel so joyful every time that happens. Yeah, I've sent away, same, and I'm same, fifty same. pictures away from finishing the last one we photographed. Oh, God. Low of the week is um, I finally ordered a bed sauna because you keep going on about your bed yes. sauna. Yes. And then discovered that it's going to be delivered at the end of March. No. What is going on with what that? What the fuck is Where's the it coming point from? Timbuktu. But it shows you just how demand they are. I know. Like, people, obviously, everybody's been listening to the podcast and watching <laughs> <next summer. laughs> It's your Bobby. <laughs> so I've got to wait till basically April for my bed sauna, but whatever. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah, Moving yeah. on. But you could have gone for the, the fancier mm-hmm. model, but that's more expensive and that will be instant. Different delivery. company as well. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, there's other companies that do them, but then I was just looking at them and I was like, I don't like any of them. I don't like them. They're, They're shiny. shiny. Oh, shiny, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, basically, I could have one tomorrow, but it would be shiny. It's got to be visually like appealing. Like I don't want a shiny thing. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like a body like bag. A body bag. Yeah. They look like, honestly, they're all black and shiny. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also booked a wedding today. Yeah, is that your high? That, I mean, that's good, isn't it? That should be a high. Good. Yeah, that is good. Always yeah. nice. Just me, I'm afraid. That's even better. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'll be in Scotland again. That. That's my ideal. <laughs> What's your low of the week? I don't know. You don't have to have one. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. B, what's your high of the week? Um, my high of the week. Mm. Doing Pilates with your husband. <laughs> no, Pilates day. Um, it was probably being back at yoga after a week off because uh, oh, yeah. yoga was shut down for a whole week of half term. So mm-hmm. being back, oh no, actually, I got flowers three times this week. You bought me flowers. Oh, my Decent high. 
Yeah. My mum bought me flowers. Yeah. And Pete got me flowers. There you yeah. go, eh? Yeah. That's so yeah, adorable. that. So my house is just like a florist. A meadow. It's yeah. beautiful. And then my low of the week is my mental health has been pretty shit. Yeah, you've just been feeling a bit shit. Um, I've not been sleeping, and that always has a real impact on my mood and mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the insomnia is back with a. Vengeance. With a vengeance. Yeah. You know, if you wake up, you can always wake me up, you know, rather than lying there thinking, oh, here Hang we go out. again. I could have a chat with you, you know, if you. Do you have with... any clue how difficult you are to wake up? <laughs> <laughs> and also, you have like 10 hours sleep and you wake up and you're like, I am so tired. Yeah, it takes me a while. Are you like, you like that in the, in the morning, aren't you? Yeah. yeah so can you morning. imagine if I woke you up in the night, how Just tired you would be? I'm willing to commit yeah. to my to, for the sanity of my wife. I mean, you couldn't <laughs> sleep the other night, but I just happen to still be awake because quite often I don't go to sleep before two. Mm-hmm. Not through choice, but it just takes me a while. So yeah. we were chatting, weren't we? And yeah. then I ended yeah. up with, you know, like three hours sleep and you had an hour and a half sleep. It was bad. It was bad. But, it, but that's it. Went if, away. I, if we have one day of that, we feel so shit. So if yeah. we have, have like a week of that. I can't it's imagine. Like, no wonder your mental health is shit. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's been like, yeah, it's been like two weeks. It's torture. It's, it's literally hell. torture to not sleep. Yeah, so let's is. hope that yeah. you can find some sort of yeah. drug. <laughs> A drug of some sort. We just yeah. need to I, knock you out or something. I'm yeah. going on my mum's advice. At one point when she was getting divorced, her and her best friend became mildly addicted to night nurse Ooh, to get them to sleep okay. at night. So on my yeah. mum's advice, I'm going to go and buy some night nurse. <laughs> yes. Don't do that tonight. But it has to be the liquid, not the pills, apparently. Okay. okay. Does it, the chemist across the road sell it? I know there's a shortage Apparently there's of a shortage nurse, because of, of some factory I've issue. I've got some if you don't, if you oh don't have it. Well... There you go. Laura's your dealer now. There you go. Sorted, yeah. so How much it. is it? She can have it for free. We need, we need beans. Oh, the so. first one's free, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Get her on. <laughs> Just needs a hit. <laughs> good okay, stuff. well, that was a great episode. Yeah, really, really good. Was that was, wasn't brilliant. it? Yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam's great. Love Sam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just feel like we touched the surface with his knowledge. So. And now, can we get Sam back? Let's we need more. Back, yeah. More and more. <laughs> Sam, take two. We'll have another guest on soon enough. Yes. Yes. We will. Yeah. Claire Penny's coming up next. Yeah. Looking forward to having a chat with Claire. So that's next a, in a week few or the week after. In a few, in a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Amazing female photographer. Yes. Yeah. And then we need some videographers on as well, so we'll have some of those coming up too. Yeah. Yay. Okay, well thank you for listening, everybody. As usual, if you have any questions at all, um just DM us on our Creative Commune. See you and later. we will see you next week. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. 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 bye.